Ohio School Boards Association, the recognized and respected voice of public education, this is Leading the Way. Over the next two months, local school districts will lose more than $300 million, the result of state budget cuts due to the coronavirus pandemic. Thanks for joining us. I'm OSBA Communication Manager Scott Gerfin. Those cuts amount to nearly 4% of original base funding for school districts, which is separate from money districts receive from local property taxes. Here to talk more about it are Jennifer Hogue, OSBA's Director of Legislative Services, Kevin Miller, Director of Governmental Relations for BASA, Ohio Superintendent Association, and Barb Shaner, who handles government relations for the Ohio Association of School Business Officials. Now, Governor DeWine announced these cuts to the state budget uh, this past week. Jennifer, were you surprised by this? Well, Scott, we knew that cuts were most likely coming for the state budget just because revenue projections were down, but we were certainly surprised by the size of the cut, um, that it was to education and that it came so late in the year. Um, It's definitely going to be challenging for districts to try to account for the cuts that need to be made over the next two months, um, the last two months of the fiscal year and the last two months of the school year. And Barbara, uh, how will these cuts, these $300 million, how will they be made? Well, Scott, as Jennifer mentioned, um, they have to be made before the end of the fiscal year, which is June 30th. So the way that they have uh, decided to make the cuts, we are not sure about yet because there isn't, um, uh, the formula isn't available that shows us how they arrived at the numbers but they did it based on um, valuation. Uh, They're scaled and the the state share index that is a part of the current funding formula, uh, data from that was utilized. Again, we don't have uh, the actual formula itself uh, to share with folks and as soon as we have that, we will share it. But the first deduction uh, from school district payments to handle these reductions will be in the second payment in May. The first payment in May actually would be today, and those payments were going to be made in full because they were, um, it was a little bit too late to allow for that that deduction to occur already. So the deductions will be made over the last three payments to districts, the second payment in May and both payments in June. So Kevin, are there, any districts where the cut exceeds the payment, and and how does that work? Scott, yes, there are actually about 38 districts whose cuts will exceed the payments that they have left. So they will actually see their payments zeroed out the rest of this year, and then the remaining amount will be deducted from their fiscal year 21 payments. Uh, Were there cuts also made to Career Tech Center? No, there were not any um, cuts to career tech centers. And the reason for that is that the federal government requires what they call a maintenance of effort or MOE um, for the state to kick in a certain amount to draw down that federal money for Perkins that funds our career tech centers. Um, So a a cut wasn't possible because of that maintenance of effort. Uh, Kevin, were there cuts to other types of schools, such as the charter schools, non-public schools, and and vouchers? Non-public schools could be part of the $55 million cuts to other education items that have been designated by the uh, governor. They receive non-public cost reimbursement and auxiliary services funding, so these are uh, cuts that could be made for them. But again, we don't have current details, and we expect those within the next few days. So what else do you guys anticipate being part of that $55 million 
uh, cut to other items. Barb? We think that it will be areas such as um, the assessments and other uh, activities that did not take place because of the pandemic, uh, things that ODE did not have to necessarily spend all the money out of those uh, areas. So we expect to maybe learn more about that as time goes on as ODE looks at those different funds. So I see where the federal government has provided funding through the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act, or the CARES Act, as it's known. Kevin, does any of this go to schools? And if so, how will it be uh, distributed? Um, Yes, Congress provided $13.5 billion nationally for education. Ohio's allocation is $489 million. Those funds will be distributed to districts according to their Part A Title I formula. So um, actually those, those allotments are currently in the CCIP, and if districts haven't already done that, they can go into the CCIP and see what their allocation is. Aaron Rausch of ODE has said that's about 86% of their fiscal year 20 Title I allocation. So these funds will flow through the Comprehensive Continuous Improvement Plan, or CCIP, similar to other federal grants, and they should be available to districts uh, around May 18th. Qualifying reimbursements will also be granted retroactively to May 13th of this year. After hearing that, uh, Jennifer, are there, are there any restrictions on how districts can spend those additional federal funds? Scott, there are actually a list of allowable uses, and surprisingly, it's pretty broad um, in what it allows for. So a complete list we actually issued as part of an e-alert to our joint memberships earlier this week, so folks can go there and see the actual language from the federal act um, of what those are, but just some examples of some things districts can use that funding on, you know, giving principals resources that they need to meet the needs in their individual school buildings, purchasing supplies to help with the sanitization um, and cleaning of the facilities in the district, any planning or coordinating that had to be done because of the closures, including how to provide meals to students during this time, how to get technology um, to all of the students for online learning, and how to serve students um, who need services under the IDEA Act, our students with special needs. Those all qualify. Districts can also use it for purchasing educational technology, including software, hardware, hotspots for students, all of those things. Providing mental health services and supports is also on the list. Um, They can also use it for planning and implementing activities when they think about what they're gonna need to do this summer in terms of supplemental learning and after school programs and those kinds of things. And then on any other activity that's necessary to keep up their operation of services um, as a school district and continuing to employ um, staff in that district. So pretty broad uses. Are Are there any other funds out there that are available to assist districts during this time? Scott, Ohio will receive $105 million through the Governor's Emergency Education Relief Fund that was also part of the CARES Act. Uh, Those funds will be used uh, by Governor DeWine for both K-12 and higher education. ODE is currently working with the Governor's Office to talk about uh, what, what they will use those funds for since the career tech centers and ESCs do not qualify for CARES funds that the districts get, um, they do not already get Title I money. And, and the way that the money is being distributed is through Title I. 
there have been some conversations about the possibility of utilizing some of these additional uh, funds in the Governor's Emergency Education Relief Fund for helping out those districts and uh, service centers. So thanks, guys. A lot of good information here. Uh, finally, Jennifer, what else can be done to help districts during this time? Well, Scott, I think right now it's evident that districts are going to need some additional assistance, and in particular federal assistance. Um, and so we are actually working with our counterparts at the national level, all of our associations are, um, to talk to Congress and to our congressional delegations about getting education stabilization funds, similar to what the state was provided in 2008 during the recession. Um, and so, again, we're working to encourage that. Um, we encourage all of our members and all of those listening to contact um, the Ohio congressional delegation and stress the need for these resources, particularly in a time where we're seeing state cuts, but we also anticipate some local funding losses as well. So um, just can't express enough how important it is to make those contacts and express that need. Jennifer, Kevin, Barb, uh, thanks for uh, joining me here today on Leading the Way. Lots of uh, good information for our members. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Scott.